work from is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. We have mostly survived a four-day work week. I wouldn't have been, like, mad about a snow day today, but not in the cards for us here in Northeast Arkansas. Just a little bit chilly, but we're going to power through, and we got a couple of hours ahead for you here on the Workday Red Zone. Thank you for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. You can hear us all over your radio dial and also online at 953theticket.com. Reminder, as always, you can take us with you on the go. And all you need to do there is go to your app store, download the EAB Media Group app, click the ticket logo, and listen live. You'll be all set. If you would like to, shout at us today. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Rye Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. You can, of course, always reach out online as well on social media, facebook.com slash Radio. Is one place to find us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. The hashtag for our KavanaughCars.com question is WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Yeah, I'm glad to be here on a Friday, end of the week. So now that the NEA tournament is pretty in the rear view, do you get to have a kind of sort of normal weekend? Well, we do have some high school hoops this evening. Mm-hmm. Got some A-State hoops tomorrow, so... Still be at the station, but it's looking like we're going to have some good games going on. Okay, I think so. I hope so. I agree. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you about the slate. Uh, well, let's just go ahead and, and get started here through the headlines. We'll recap what's been going on, what is about to happen, and all that good stuff like we normally do. Last night, by the way, a really fun one at First National Bank Arena. And uh, it was just a complete team performance that lifted Arkansas State men's basketball to its first Sunbelt Conference win of the year, and the Red Wolves set a school record for points scored in a regular season league game with a 109-83 winner over Georgia Southern. DeAndre Dominguez turned in a career-high 26 points. He also had 12 rebounds, one of five players to finish in double figures. A-State's going to continue its homestand tomorrow against Old Dominion. Tip-off is at 2 on 107.9 K-Fide. Elsewhere, A-State women's basketball dropped a hard-fought contest to James Madison. The final there was 64-57 in Harrisonburg. Izzy Higginbottom led all scores with 18 points. Red Wolves continue their road trip tomorrow at noon at Marshall. Pre-game coverage at 11.30 here on The Ticket. In additional news, Arkansas State men's basketball tips off SEC play tomorrow, taking on number 25 Auburn at Bud Walton Arena. The team split their two meetings last season. That one will tip off at 1 o'clock. So busy sports weekend. We got the tail end of the football season upon us as well in the NFL. Uh, The FCS Natty is this weekend. And, of course, all kinds of college and professional hoops going on. 
uh, across the weekend as well. High school hoops in this area. So a lot still going on in terms of the sports calendar. But in terms of the national calendar, every day is like a, a day, right? It's national whatever day. Today is National Bird Day. So for our KavanaughCars.com question, I want to know who is your favorite bird in sports? I'm looking forward to some creative answers today. It could be a player like Larry. It could be a nickname like Fidrich. It could be a team like the Ravens. There's no shortage of professional and college teams that are different types of birds. could be a mascot like Gus the Eagle or Auburn's Spirit, which of course is a real, live, actual bird. It could be a very memorable time of a picture of an athlete flipping one. I don't know. Be creative. Be as creative as possible today. It could be the bird that Randy Johnson exploded that one year in spring training. Really, the possibilities are absolutely endless. I don't know if A-State Baseball dropped this press release on purpose today since it was National Bird Day, since it is National Bird Day, but it's just very well timed. As uh, about the time, uh, a little bit after I rolled into work this morning, saw the uh, notification from my Red Wolves app, and A-State Baseball has revealed who is going to be this year's headliner at the Grand Slam Banquet, and it is a very well-known bird. Again, totally appropriate for National Bird Day. Jim Edmonds is set to headline. This year's Grand Slam Banquet, uh, eight-time Gold Glove winner, multi-time All-Star, Cardinals, Hall of Famer, and that's going to be a great event. It's going to be presented by Calmer Solutions, and it's going to be the Monday before the baseball season starts. So that is Monday, February the 12th, inside First National Bank Arena. Edmonds, wow, I didn't realize it's been an entire decade since he was inducted into the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. But he's going to be the guest speaker for the evening. And that's going to be the uh, the prelude to the season opening. Uh, the doors are going to open at 5. The event is going to begin with dinner at 6. They always feed you really well. And that program's going to begin at 6.40. And I am so stoked for this. Uh, look, I, I love the Grand Slam Banquet. I always reiterate that it's it's not just an event for A-State baseball fans. It's an event for baseball fans. No matter who your team is, whether you're a diehard Red Wolf or not, you're going to be able to enjoy this. You're also going to be able to enjoy it, you know, even if you're not a Cardinals fan. However, I know a lot of you are Cardinals fans in this part of the country. So seeing Jim Edmonds' name announced today, I mean, I, I freaked out. I was excited. I immediately went to eBay and started looking to see if there was a bobblehead to get signed or something like that. And uh, I am stoked, just absolutely stoked to say uh, the least. AstateRedWolves.com. Of course, it's where you could find all the information. There's numbers to call, uh, emails to to hit up if you want to go ahead and purchase a table for the event. And uh, all of that ticketing op- uh, information is, is there and numbers. Uh, so, so basically, if you show up, you get to hear from Edmonds. You get fed. You get the opportunity to meet this year's team. There's going to be a silent and live auction. Those silent auction items are always awesome. 
and uh, 50-50 raffle. So they also have the uh, the big deal there for the baseball program, which is awarding the Edway Heart and Hustle Award. So it's just it's just a really, really great night. And it kind of gets you in that baseball mindset, even though, of course, it's always still really chilly there that week in February. Just kind of helps you turn the page a little bit and get ready for, for the baseball season. And again, it's a great event for, for any fan. They always have some really cool stuff there as a part of the silent auction. Uh, I know in years past, I, look, I'm not, I'm not like a huge memorabilia person, but I have a nice small collection. And so many of the, the things, I guess my most prized possessions are things that I've been able to get from the Grand Slam Banquet. So I've got a couple of like Stan the Man signed items. And they came from the Grand Slam Banquet. They came from that silent auction. So again, this is this is something every baseball fan can enjoy. Uh, but you're really going to love it if, if you're a Red Wolves fan. You're really going to love it if you're a Cardinals fan. Again, all of that information at astateredwolves.com. And then also, hey, speaking of additional birds... Do want to continue to remind you, we got the Cardinals Caravan rolling into Jonesboro coming up on Saturday, January the 13th. That will be happening at noon at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. Mason Wynn is your headliner this year. He is the top prospect in the entire organization. You've already, uh, you've also got uh, Zach Thompson, Jose Fermin, Graceffo, uh, Kyle McClellan, Kerry Robinson, and broadcaster T- Tom Ackerman is going to be emceeing the event. They have... Autograph tickets available for the first 400 kids, 15 and under. And uh, it's going to be a great time. Again, Saturday, January the 13th at noon at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. If you want any additional details or you have any uh, questions about it, hit up 953theticket.com. And uh, it'll walk you through the uh, the Q&A. So good times all around. Let's go to the phones. We've got the Ride Fiber Hotline open. Let's shout at Zach to get started today. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Just trying to stay warm. Yeah, I've got on. Uh, look, I'm a lifelong Arkansan, so anything under 40 degrees to me is puffy jacket weather. Yeah, no, well, I'm not going to disagree with you right now. I'll say that. But uh, anyhow, what are we talking about this morning, or this afternoon, rather? Well, so we have a question today that is very much open to listener interpretation. It is National Bird Day. So I want to know who's your favorite bird in sports. Well, the cardinal, of course. Okay. The cardinal. I, I wasn't uh, sure if you would go with a team or if you'd throw out, like, Larry Legend. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, because Larry Bird was my favorite, uh, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I think you meant like an actual mascot. No, again, this but. is this is, this is is open to lister interpretation, whether it's a play. It can be a mascot. It can be a team. But it can be a player or, or a player who had a nickname that was a bird again however you want to want to roll with it well i'm gonna go with larry bird then thank you for clarifying that he was my favorite athlete growing up my earliest memories of any kind of sport professional wise was was larry bird that was the first uh my first young you know as as a young young preteen watching sports he was my favorite athlete okay it's a great answer probably not gonna be that also sure that tom birdie and the patriots have had a good uh track record against uh, teams they played in the uh, Super Bowl that were birds, except for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, uh, that Falcons, Falcons one is Falcons. just, that, that that is a good lingering memory forever. Well, it is, isn't it? It is, man. That was the year Georgia lost, uh, I think, uh, to Alabama too, wasn't it? I think the same year. 
It might have been. I know there there was a there was a wasn't there a Falcons Georgia was it a Falcons Georgia tie or was it a Patriots Alabama tie in where they had several things that happened on the same year? I can't remember. I think so. I think it was a that was the year I think Alabama beat Georgia, and then the, that was the same year that the Falcons lost to the Patriots. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I had a question for y'all. Uh, Shaq is going to be the first player in the history of Orlando Magic franchise to have his uh, jersey inducted on congratulations. Uh, some thought maybe Dwight Howard should be because he was there longer. He was there eight years and Shaq was there four. But I want to say I think Shaq's four years there were more impactful. And uh, I think Shaq's the correct choice. They were just a, a nobody expansion team before Shaq got there. and He kind of paved the way. And then, of course, Penny came along uh, two years later. Or a year later, actually, uh, and you know they lost to the Rockets that year in the NBA Finals. But still, I mean, that, for a young team to get finals that quick, and the impact Shaq had in the '90s as a rookie, uh, I think he's the obvious choice. What do y'all think? I like Shaq for that. I think it's uh, I think it's a well deserved honor. I think it's an honor that took long enough. But uh, but I, I agree with you. And part of it is just personal bias as well. I like Shaq a lot better than I like Dwight Howard. Yeah. I don't like the way that Dwight Howard like forced his exit out of Orlando. Yeah. It always kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Well, you know, you you, you know you remember c- coming up in the 90s watching sports. You know, uh, Shaq's rookie year, you know, that was the year that uh, Jordan played Barkley in the NBA Finals, the Suns and, and Bulls. But I can, I can make an argument that after Jordan – and maybe Barkley Shaq was the, as a rookie, was the, the third most popular player in the league right out the gate. Oh, yeah. His pop, popularity. But remember, he came out, that year, Blue Chips came out when he was a rookie. Came out with a movie, his own shoe, the, the Reebok pumps, the Shaq pumps. Uh, I mean, and he put Orlando on the map here. I don't care what anybody says, uh, you know, but I, I think that was the obvious choice. I don't think people people who were not around or people who were not big basketball fans during that era, I don't think they realize, you know, the, the cultural and basketball dynamo that Shaq was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a big fun-loving dude. Uh, you know, and Dwight Howard was a poor man Shaq. He was a great defensive player and a great rebounder. I don't think he was ever the dominant player Shaq was. I don't think – I don't – you know, Shaq was a, already a top-five player – as a rookie, in my opinion, that year he came out. He was such how dominant he was as a rookie. Yeah, my uh, my memories from from that era are little little hazy, but I, I have no yeah. argument. I'm not going to argue with you at all on that. Yeah, yeah, and, and plus, think about this: when he came out, the, the the league was was as far as the center position goes. Look at who he had to compete with. Lucas Peters. You had you had David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. Uh, I mean, Lord of Mercy, that's that's three Hall of Famers right there. Yeah. You know? And Dwight Howard, when he was uh, in Orlando, the center position was basically like a, it was like the dinosaurs that was becoming extinct at that time. There was really no centers. Yeah, I'd say that's an accurate take. Yeah. Anyways, well, thank you for making me aware that Larry Bird <laughs> would qualify for this answer. <laughs> Any Bird. Very legend. All right. Good answer. Thanks, Zach. See you guys. Again, uh, our KavanaughCars.com question. Who's your favorite bird in sports? Player, team, mascot, whatever. Very, very open 
for interpretation. If you want to go with the chicken man, Wade Boggs, you knock yourself out. You just let us know. It's just got to be some sort of a bird answer. The Right Fiber Hotline is going to be open during the break at 870-930-3776. But I am ready to come back and talk about some A-State hoops. I had a blast last night at First National Bank Arena. If you were out there, I have a hunch you did too. Let's talk about it when we come back here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Having trouble getting the trailer you need? Silverline Trailers, the largest trailer retailer in the USA, has the perfect solution for you. Guaranteed approval. No credit check required. Get the quality trailer you need at a price you can afford. With over 3,500 trailers available and more coming in daily, we'll find the perfect trailer for you. And at Silverline, we're always looking to hire good people. Visit our website, silverlinetrailer.com, for a location near you. You can stop by our Jonesboro location today at 3711 Stadium Boulevard or call 870 Silverline Trailers, your trusted trailer retailer. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. The 2024 St. Louis Cardinals Caravan is coming to the Red Wolf Convention Center at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro at noon on Saturday, January 13th. The caravan features the Cardinals' number one prospect, Mason Wynn, pitcher Zach Thompson, infielder Jose Fermin, and pitching prospect Gordon Graceffo, franchise alums Kyle McClellan and Kerry Robinson, plus Cardinal broadcaster Tom Ackerman. Get free autographs for the first 400 children 15 and under. The St. Louis Cardinals Caravan, Saturday, January 13th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Brought to you by the EAB Sports Network. Email from school. What about the incident today? Scary. Tell me about it. Did you have any idea that was going on? None. I mean, you saw Derek at the game last night, too. Did you have a clue? No, but you know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do. Kids hear first about what's going on with other kids. Half the time, it's rumors. It can be hard to tell sometimes. But if you're ever concerned about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, bullying, violence, anything, you need to tell an adult. Mom or me, a teacher, coach, school counselor, someone you know and trust. Dad, no kid is going to tell an adult about that kind of stuff. I get it, but if we don't know, we can't help. Speaking up about a problem, that's what helping a friend is all about. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? 
We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you in studio wrapping it up. Well, the week, not the show. We we got we got a whole lot of show left. We've barely even gotten started on today's show. Uh, it is National Bird Day. So for our KavanaughCars.com question, we're asking you, who is your favorite bird in sports? And again, this is very much open to your own interpretation. And uh, I like Van's answer here. He says, since he played... On a bird team. The Philadelphia Eagles. Van says, quote, my guy and A-State legend, Fred Bardet. Absolutely acceptable. Again, this is open to your interpretation. Uh, is there any way I can work in? Oh, yeah. Uh, A-State played a bird team last night at First National Bank Arena. It uh, did not go the birds away. As the Red Wolves just, I mean, dominated. Dominated the Georgia Southern Eagles. Uh, just offensively, I'm not sure what else you could possibly ask for in that 109-83 to victory. Um, what's, what's not to like? This might be one of those seasons to keep the record book handy. For the Red Wolves last night, it was the most points in a regular season Sunbelt Conference game ever. It was the most points ever scored in regulation against a Sunbelt Conference team. It was the second most points ever against any Sunbelt opponent. And the only game where where A-State scored more was that four-overtime thriller against Little Rock in the Sunbelt Tournament back in 2014. That was 116-114 final. So again, you had had four, four, Extra periods to, you have to go back and, and find that to have an, a higher scoring game. That's just how incredible the offense was last night. And by the way, it was the most points scored for A-State against a D1 opponent since the then-Indians put up 114 against Cal Poly on December the 19th, 1997. It was tied for the 15th top-scoring game in program history. And, of course, the program history dates all the way back to 1926. And that includes opponents at all levels. So that includes opponents like Panhandle State and Central Baptist College. The funnest thing about last night is just based on what I saw, I don't think that's going to be the only time we're going to have to hit up the reference guide this season. I've already, I've already got, like, those pages handy. 
just in case we need to figure out, you know, the the game record for three-pointers made or or most three-pointers made by a player in a game. I I feel like we're going to need that at some point in time this season. When this team is hot, and that is something that we've, we've seen a few times at home, that offense is unstoppable. And what was so fun about last night is it wasn't a guy that was going out and doing the damage. It was a complete and total team effort. There were five players that finished in double figures. The first half, I thought we were going to see a, a DeAndre Dominguez performance for the ages. And, and he finished with 26 points, which is a career high for him. And he also added 12 rebounds on top of it. So, look, that was a good night. Three assists and to just one turnover. But the second half, it was uh, Taryn Todd kind of came in and took over. I think he had just six points maybe in the first half. He finished with 20. Oh, and he had eight assists to just one turnover and a couple of rebounds. Avery Belts shot it well again. He's 10 from 17 from three in his past two games. He finished with 15 points. Darian Fort finished with 15 points. Oh, and he had five offensive rebounds. Seven rebounds all day. Isaiah Nelson had 12 points. He hit a three. We'll talk more about that in a moment. But but again, this was just this was everybody contributing. Caleb Fields didn't play a lot last night. He still finished with seven seven points, seven assists to, to one turnover. Again, anywhere you want to look, everybody who stepped on the court last night for A State contributed. And it was just it was just a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. To watch this team just do what it wanted on the offensive end of of things. Over the past two days here on this show, I've talked about three-point shooting and how the Red Wolves have shot it at home. And I said that was a key stat. And look, again, I I know that's kind of a, a captain obvious answer because we know how much this team likes to shoot the three. But we mentioned this on Wednesday, mentioned this on Thursday that A-State has an incredible three-point shooting percentage at home and that Georgia Southern was entering the game with the worst three-point percentage defense in the league. You felt like it would be a game where A-State would shoot it early and often from deep and that a lot of them would go in and that absolutely happened. A-State was 15 of 29 from deep last night. That is 51.7%. I guess my only complaint is that they didn't shoot more. Th- if you're going to shoot it at a 52% clip from the, I want to see this team take 63s. <laughs> I want to see a facility record if they're going to shoot it at 52%. I guess that's my only complaint. I wanted I wanted more threes uh, last night. I really got to the point late in the game where it seemed like every time uh, Avery Feltz touched the basketball, I was I almost became that person that was just yelling, shoot it. Every time he would touch it. But uh, but again, it, it was just fun. There were a lot of fun things. I guess if, if you want to find something to be critical about, you know, in, in a perfect world, you would be holding opponents under 83 points. But again, if, if you're going to just score at will and cross the century mark and still win by 26 points, I'm not going to sit here and complain just for the sake of complaining. I mean, why? What is the point? The Red Wolves were aggressive early, going inside, drew a lot of fouls, made it to the stripe 26 times. And then uh, when they couldn't get something to go inside, they would dish it out and somebody would would hit that shot. Again, just whatever they wanted to do on offense, they were able to do. And um, and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I mentioned, uh, I mentioned, excuse me, Isaiah Nelson hit a three. 
And that was that was kind of one of those moments where you're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I just saw that. But I, I don't mean that in, in, in a negative way. And we're actually going to hear a comment here from Coach Hodson in a moment where he talks about Isaiah Nelson's three. But we, we've seen him take a couple of those in some previous games. And at first, the, the first couple of attempts, it was just kind of like, WTH are you doing, man? But he's worked on that. And now he has an actual three-point percentage. He's one of six this year, one of seven in his career. And, and here's why that's kind of important. Not for one second do I want Isaiah Nelson to think that he is Avery Feltz. <laughs> and not for one second do I want to see him out there launching up eight or nine threes a game. But here's, here's why that paid off. It was somewhere in the neighborhood of two or three plays later after Nelson hit that three Nelson ended up, uh, there was a lot going on. I think uh, maybe somebody had just came down with an offensive rebound, and Nelson was behind the line in the corner. And so they dished it to Nelson. And Nelson was wide open for like a half a second, and he did a shot fake. And the Georgia Southern defender bit because they just saw him hit that three. So what happens? Well, now all of a sudden you have to guard Nelson on the perimeter too. And so when that defender bit on Nelson's shot fake from three, it left DeAndre Dominguez wide open in the paint, and then he immediately capitalized. It was Nelson's only assist of the night, and it was just, it was, it was perfect. So our, again, do you want to see Nelson shooting that shot a lot? No, because he's going to be a higher percentage player inside, and, and there are significantly better shooters on that team that you want taking most of those shots, but if he steps up and hits one every once in a while, all of a sudden now you've just get, given the opposing team even more to have to worry about with the Red Wolves offense that, that already has the potential to do an insane amount of damage when it's, when it's firing on all cylinders like it was last night. Again, a lot, a lot, a lot of positives. That being said, I haven't even talked about what I think was my favorite thing from last night. And we're going to step aside and take a break, and I'm going to throw that at you when we come back. We're also going to have some post-game audio from Coach Brian Hodson uh, when we come back. So that's on the way next. Sit tight through the break. We'll return after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. March corn at 461 and a half, down 5. May down 5 and a quarter at 473 and 3 quarters. January soybeans at 1256, down 6. May down seven and a quarter at twelve sixty and a quarter. March wheat at six fourteen and three quarters, up one and a quarter. May also up one and a quarter at six twenty five and three quarters. March cotton at eighty oh six, down six. May down eight at eighty one twenty four. January rice at sixteen ninety three, unchanged. March up eight at seventeen thirty eight. In the livestock complex, February live cattle at one seventy sixty three, down fifty. April down seventy three at one seventy three fifty eight. January feeder cattle at two. 223.30 down 138 with March down 118 at 224.48. And February lean hogs at 69.90 up 85. April up 108 at 76.03. That's your noon farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. The Arkansas Grown Conference and Expo for Farmers in the local food system, Our Farm to Table Farmers, is coming soon. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture and Ag Organizations are hosting this in-person event where farmers can connect, hear from the experts, and network. On Saturday, the public is invited to the Arkansas Grown and Arkansas Made Showcase, highlighting local products. Join us for the Arkansas Grown Conference and Expo at the Hot Springs Convention Center, January 25th through 27th. Go to ArkansasGrown.org to learn more and to register. 
Join ag economic experts with the Fryer Price Risk Management Center for a deep dive into strategies for farming success in Stuttgart, January the 11th at 10 a.m. Explore grain marketing, use of crop enterprise budgets to find break-even prices, decision tools, and consumer demand. It's all happening at the Division of Agriculture's Rice Research and Extension Center in Stuttgart on January the 11th. Pre-register now for $20. Late registration is $40 within seven days. Register online by searching Fryer Farm Workshops 2024. And for more details, contact your county extension office. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Play It Again Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Again Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Again Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Again Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Celebrate with new furniture and new adventures during Gamble Home's New Year sale. Get comfort, style, and incredible savings now. Whether it's a cozy sofa, a plush recliner, or a dreamy mattress. It's all on sale and no sales tax. At Gamble Home, your purchase could earn you up to a four-night hotel stay for free. Imagine unwinding in luxury courtesy of Gamble Home. Shop Gamble Home for new furniture and enjoy new adventures during the New Year's sale at Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and on Highland in the Uptown. Hello everyone, at George Kell Motors we strive to deliver you excellence at every step of your purchase. That includes offering you an even greater buying selection by joining forces with George Kell Ford, formerly Harris Ford. We're proud to bring Ford to the George Kell Motors family and proud to continue to offer you the customer buying experience you've come to expect. Come visit us just off exit 85 in Newport or online at georgekellford.com. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Our noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. And, oh, by the way, your home may be worth more than you think. You can visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. Prior to the break, we were going through the lengthy list of all of the cool things that happened last night in Arkansas State's 109-83 winner over Georgia Southern. Uh, it was a good list. It was a long list. It was an incomplete list because I didn't even men- mention what I feel like was, was the best thing that happened uh, last night for the Red Wolves. Actually, there's a few things I, I failed to mention. The A-State had 22 assists to just eight turnovers. They had four, uh, four steals. We mentioned the shooting. Uh, had a decent night at the stripe, 20 out of 26. But, but here is what I liked the most about last night's game. A-State was plus 11 on the glass. They out-rebounded Georgia Southern 40 to 29. And what is... Particularly, I guess, striking about about that is is you go back to last Saturday's loss at Georgia State, and that was a game where 
I don't feel like A-State rebounded particularly well in that game. The final numbers are not awful. A-State was minus nine on the glass. But there was a huge chunk of that game where A-State only had like three or four offensive rebounds. And it it perked up towards the end when A-State was able to rally. But I mean, the first like 30 minutes of that game, A-State did not rebound well. And that was kind of frustrating. Yes, you can look at like the missed free throws or whatever for that game. But I feel like A-State lost that game at Georgia State partly because of missed opportunities on the glass. So what I really liked about last night is is they knew that that was a deficiency in Atlanta, so they worked so hard to fix it, and, and they did. Plus 11 on the glass. A-State had 16 O-boards. Darian Ford had five of those. So of all the different numbers and stats and whatever else you can, you can look at, I feel like the way that A-State attacked the glass and, and put in the effort extra effort in terms of scrambling for loose balls and things like that. I guess the, the, the hard hat stats, that, that stuck out to me last night. And that was my favorite thing. Although, yeah, the shooting was really cool and I enjoyed that too. <laughs> At the end of the day, though, hey, Brian Hodgson's opinion on the game matters a whole lot more than mine does. And uh, let's hear some comments from the A-State head coach. We'll start where he starts in giving his opening statement following that 109-83 victory over Georgia Southern. Yeah, just really, really proud of this group. Um, I thought we had one of our best week of practices. Um, and I'll tell you this, like, our guys have, have every reason, you know, to to uh, hang their heads and, and um, not conduct themselves the way they did tonight because we battled injuries. I, we haven't played a game healthy yet. Uh, we go to Georgia State and we lose in a really, really tough way. Um, and, and, you know, I put them through a gauntlet of a non-conference schedule, hardest in the Sun Belt, 35th in the country. And, and they, they know um, that we've got a chance to be really, really good, and they were really locked into everything we preached uh, going into this game, and, and it shows here uh, on the stat sheet. So um, just a couple things off the bat. Um, obviously, Taryn Todd and Caleb Fields, our two-point guards, combined to have 15 assists to two turnovers. Uh, when you're backcourt um, and then shoot, throw Zane Butler in there. Um, Zane, Zane's part of that backcourt played his butt off. But 15 assists to two turnovers from your two primary guards, you're going to be in most basketball games that you play. Uh, we rebounded 16 of our 28 misses. Uh, it's something that we emphasized all week in practice. Uh, when you rebound 16 of your 28 misses, you're going to have a chance in every basketball game you play. Uh, but what I'm most proud of is, is the way that we shared the basketball, uh, 22 assists to eight turnovers. Um, this is a very, very unselfish team, uh, and, and I think it was evident by the group that normally, you know, they're not the high-minute guys for us, but in that second half, you know, Ladue Lacou had to come in and play big minutes. Zane Butler had to come in and play big minutes. Uh, Julian LaWall is growing every game. Zane Butler, you know, the true, true you know, kind of – true tale of, a, 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 of what type of teammate someone is. You don't play for the first 31 minutes of the game. Then you got to play the last nine. You come out and you go two for two from three. Uh, you play the way he did. That tells me he was locked into every possession of that basketball game. And it says a lot about who he is as a, as a young man and as a teammate. But uh, top to bottom, I think we're getting better. Um, we're still not healthy, and, and but we're, we're going to continue to fight. And I, I think no matter who's out there, we're going to have a shot if we play that way. Continuing on here, uh, again, the the offense just did what it wanted for the most part. A-State shot 57% from the floor, 52% from three, and it made more free throws. Wait, not quite. Uh, (laughs) Went 20 and 26 from the stripe. I was about to lie to you about that. I'm just making up stats at this point in time. They were so good. Nobody would would know, right? Uh, (laughs) 
let me catch my breath here. But obviously, when you've got that many things going well on on offense, you know, what what stands out? And, and here's what Coach Hodson said. Really, you know, we just emphasize um, continuing to play with pace. It's really hard to execute the way we do, run the stuff we do at the pace that we do. Um, you see some teams that play slow and they run really good stuff in the half court and they're really hard to guard. Um, we we do it at a, at a really high pace. You know, we're, we try to get all five guys in scoring position. We call it race 27 by the time the shot clock hits 27. And we've done a great job of doing that, and that puts a ton of pressure on the defense. Um, and then I think our guys have gotten so good at making the extra pass. And I think that's why you've started to see Avery Feltz flourish lately because teams face guarded him early on. But when you've got guys like DeAndre and Darian and Taryn and Caleb getting downhill, you have to help at some point. Uh, and so we've been able to get Avery some open looks. And, and so I think things are really starting to click. I think these guys really, really trust and care about each other and have no problem making the extra pass, and, and that's special. Continuing here, defensively, uh, I, I guess, look, you'd probably like to see some lower percentages. Uh, Georgia Southern did shoot 50, uh, 50% from three, although they took quite a few fewer threes than they normally would. And 83 points, sure, you want to see that to be being a lower number. But Coach Hodson talks about, uh, while there were definitely still some positives uh, to, to find there in A-State's defensive effort. You know, we're one of the best defensive teams in the country at taking away the three-point shot. Um, so I thought we had uh, a great game plan. Uh, my assistant coach, Derek Ronstead, uh, oversees the defensive side of the ball, and he's phenomenal. Um, he, he's, he did a great job on this one. Um, I mean, and they hit some tough ones late. You know, obviously they still scored 83 points. We, we prefer to, you know, have that number in the high 60s, low 70s, but a team, you know, that's going to take 23s, and they made a couple tough ones late. And, and the other thing, they tonight they kind of defied the analytics a little bit. They made some tough mid-range jump shots, uh, and a credit to them on those. But um, the, 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 the analytics will tell you that teams don't shoot, aren't going to shoot it that well uh, from those spots night in and night out. So I thought we executed our, our defensive game plan well, um, and I think this team is growing defensively uh, every game. Let's talk about some individual guys. Darian Ford. Uh, mentioned him, one of five Red Wolves in double figures, 15 points. Uh, so obviously you like that. But what I think Coach Hodson was most excited about was his seven rebounds and particularly the five that he got on the offensive glass. I do want to talk about Darian. He, he said it, and Darian's not one that's ever going to really um, you know, pump himself. But we, we, had a, we had a meeting earlier this week, and I challenged him in front of his teammates and told him he's too big and he's too strong to average three and a half rebounds a game. And uh, Darian seems to always answer the bell. And so I knew when I pointed that out to him that I, I'd get what I got tonight. I, I didn't realize it'd be this many, but he had five old boards in 24 minutes. I mean, that's he's he's on pace to have 10 plus old boards per 40, um, and they all seem to be timely. I think he set the tone with us on the offensive glass. DeAndre had three, uh, but that's the thing with this group. Uh, you know, we obviously we we are what our record says we are, but we've we played some tough ones, and we haven't been healthy yet. I think we're trending in the right direction. And teams will go one of two ways after the game that happened the other day. That was a heartbreaker. We should have never been in that spot, but we were. Uh, we, we scratched and clawed back into it, and, and we lost in a tough, tough way. Um, and teams can go one of two, two ways there, and I think we responded in a big way tonight. 
Let's hear about Isaiah Nelson's three. That was, I thought that was one of the funner moments of the game. The first one he's made in his career. And by the way, I wish I had the video of this because just uh, the reaction of Coach Hodson as well as DeAndre Dominguez and Darian Ford, who were there for the postgame as well, was uh, pretty comical because they kind of just took a deep breath and laughed. But uh, Coach Hodson, what, if anything, did you say to Isaiah Nelson after, after he hit that shot? I don't even want to answer it. No, he. Uh, it's actually, it's actually something that Zay's actually been working on a ton. Um, in our offense, the way that we play, I, I would prefer it'd be very beneficial to us to have a shooting five. And like Laquil Hardnett, I mean, he's still battling. I mean, he if you watch him run, like he's still favoring that ankle. And so I only played him a minute thirty. I told him as long as we've got a comfortable lead, I'm not going to go back to you. And he's 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 a selfless dude. And so he was on the same page. And Laquil can be a shooting five for us uh, but Zay spent a lot of time working on that and so he knows that if he's open and it's within the flow of our offense that he has the freedom to take one and a credit to him he's been very disciplined by not jacking them up he's passed up some in the past and that's 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 mature on his part and, and so to see him take and make that one was huge um, and, and I think that's something that you'll see more of from him as he progresses uh, in his development. But that's definitely that's something uh, that's going to come down the road for him. So it's good to see his work pay off because he does get in and work on it. One more specific player to talk about. Caleb Fields, I, I'm not sure how many minutes he played in the second half. It didn't seem like a lot. He was kind of beat up last night. And unfortunately, that's nothing new for Caleb Fields. He's, he's taken a lot of hits. But Coach Hodson talks about his status. Yeah, he always takes a beating. He, he, he leaves it out there for his teammates. Um, you know, he gets cracked on screens left and right. And, and tonight, it wasn't because of a poor talk or defense. With a team that shoots, they're one of the best three-point team shooting teams in the country. So we have to go over every ball screen. If you go under, they sting you. That's what they did to Southern Miss the other day. So he had to war over every ball screen. And that is one of the toughest jobs in basketball. And so he and – and I thought that they – I mean, I thought the officials did a good job, but, I mean, the rule is that your your legs aren't supposed to be wider than shoulder width apart. Well, I'll leave it there. But he, he got he got clipped on quite a few, and he just continues to get up and get up and fight, and, and that's who Caleb Fields is. That's why he's one of the leaders of this team. I think he rolled his ankle again on that last play. Uh, we were in a fortunate situation where we didn't need to go back to him, and that, again, is what's special about this team. Taron played his butt off, Zane. Butler came in and played his butt off uh, so we could give Caleb a little extra rest before Saturday. One more thing here. Don't have time to play this last clip, but uh, Coach Hodson was very, very appreciative of the fan support last night. He he made a specific comment about it after we were done uh, with our Q&A. So, uh, again, I'm sorry we're out of time here to play that, but I want to make sure everybody was aware that he was very, very appreciative of the fans in attendance last night. Talked about how a lot of times when you're on winter break and the students aren't there, it's kind of hit or miss with the crowds, but uh, appreciated that support. So I'll pass along that message. When we come back, well, we got to wrap up this new now. We're brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Just a couple quick notes on Old Dominion because there is a game tomorrow as well. So that's on the way when we return here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After back-to-back seasons of speculation and the rumors surrounding Jim Harbaugh's potential jump to the NFL are back in the news, Harbaugh's finally turned his alma mater around and has reportedly hired well-known NFL agent Don Yee to represent him. Michigan is currently a four-and-a-half-point favorite in the national title game, but even if the Wolverines manage to take home the trophy, Harbaugh may still depart. Plenty of greats have left the game they love while on top. John Elway retired in 1998. Bill Walsh stepped away from the NFL after leading the Niners to their third Super Bowl. Tony La Russa took an extended absence after the Cardinals secured the World Series in 2011. And players like Peyton Manning, Jerome Bettis, David Robinson, and Michael Strahan all walked away after reaching the pinnacle of their sport. It happens more than you think, so while a Michigan title would be a wonderful story, there's no guarantee it keeps Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If you like where Mercedes-Benz has been, you're going to like where they're going. With a full range of EVs now available at your local dealer, Mercedes-Benz is turning electric completely on its head. Experience the all-electric EQB, a versatile luxury SUV that can seat as many as seven. The brilliantly advanced and superbly equipped EQE SUV, positively alive with groundbreaking technology. The inspired EQE, the electric sedan with energizing comfort features that recharge you. The boundlessly capable EQS SUV, a vehicle that takes luxury and innovation to places they've never been before. And of course, the magnificent EQS, the flagship of all EVs, delivering the Mercedes electric experience on a truly epic scale. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at your local dealer or mbusa.com slash e- Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Whether you're in the market for an equipment loan, real estate financing, or funds to support operating expenses, our agri-lending experts can help. We work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates. Our long-standing relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is truly our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. What can I possibly do to make this stressful time a little better? Here's one thing I found. It's a small thing, a simple thing, a remarkable thing. Smile. You can share a smile from more than six feet apart. You can share it socially with the whole world. In fact, right now, I'm smiling at you. And I hope you're smiling back. Because smiling is in you from PassItOn.com.
be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple minutes left in this noon hour. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty, Kara and Ryan with you. Uh, 870-930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Just a reminder, as always, though, since we've only got a couple of minutes left here before the music hits again, we'll just need you to talk quickly. You can weigh in on today's KavanaughCars.com question, though. Who's your favorite bird in sports? And you can interpret that however you'd like. Several of you have on Twitter. We've got some good answers, and I'm, I'm going to share those with you coming up in the next hour. Also coming up in the next hour, we'll talk some A-State women's basketball with you as well on the road last night at James Madison. Not the result A-State wanted. We'll talk more about that uh, when we return. But uh, we've spent so long talking about all the good things that happened last night for A-State men's basketball that haven't really talked about the fact that there's a whole other game coming up tomorrow. Of course, uh, that's the way the slate usually goes. You got either Thursday, Saturday this year or Wednesday Saturday and next up it's going to be Old Dominion and I was just kind of looking through the stats here on Old Dominion on on paper they haven't had a great year they're four and ten overall they've lost their first two Sunbelt Conference games uh, hosted South Alabama that was that was a squeaker 69-50 excuse me 61-59 the final score there is they lost that one last Saturday Thursday night, they were on the road at Troy, 86-73. The final score there is they lost that one. So they're coming in on a three-game skid, and they have lost seven of their last eight overall. When you just look at some of the numbers for ODU, the thing that leaps off the page for you, what I've started doing, especially when A-State is at home, and we know the Red Wolves shoot the the three so well at home, I've started looking at the opposition's three-point defense percentage and Old Dominion is also another team that is not good defensively uh from from three so I'm kind of hoping to see a, a, a carbon copy in terms of the game plan uh from from May State uh coming up tomorrow afternoon at at First National Bank Arena um nobody only one team in the league has allowed more made threes than Old Dominion. So just that one stat alone, in my opinion, bodes well for the Red Wolves. But of course, A-State will need to do a lot of the things that they did well last night also. You know, they're going to need to continue to rebound well and, and you know, share the basketball well. Again, it was a 28-22-8 assist-to-turnover ratio last night, so... Bay State does most of what they did last night against Georgia Southern too. Old Dominion tomorrow, that's that's going to be another win. And it needs to be. A-State needs to take advantage of this homestand. That wraps up Hour 1. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Coming up in the second hour of the program, we got to share some of these answers to the KavanaughCars.com question because they're great. we got to talk some A-State women's basketball. we got some other stuff coming up. Getting ready for a natty next Monday. And who knows what else we'll dive into in the second hour of today's Workday Red Zone. But I hope you keep it right here with us. We'll be back in just a few moments on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Arkansas State men's basketball with a record-setting night in the conference home opener at First National Bank Arena last night, routing Georgia Southern 109-83. to 109 points, the most ever scored in regulation time in a regular season Sunbelt game. DeAndre Dominguez with a career-high 26 points. He added a dozen rebounds in the victory. Red Wolves host Old Dominion tomorrow at 2. A-State women dropped the tough decision to the reigning conference champions James Madison last night, 64-57 in Harrisonburg. Virginia is the Higginbottom with a game high 18 for the Red Wolves. A State plays at Marshall tomorrow at noon. A State baseball announcing that former St. Louis Cardinal great Jim Edmonds will be the guest speaker for this year's Grand Slam banquet Monday, February 12th at First National Bank Arena. Doors open at 5. Dinner at 6 and the program at 6.40. For information, contact head coach Tommy Raffo at 870-273-3279 or Brandon Cunningham at 870-972-3005. Four tires in one hour. Guaranteed it plays a tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. There are New Year deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel. Where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket. Yes, you get four brand new tires today for only $24 out of pocket. With nine months same as cash, payments to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? Most of us don't budget for tires, but when we need them, we need them. And that's why Local Tire and Wheel is here. All Local Tire and Wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program. And we offer $50 in referral cash back. There are New Year deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel. Where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket at Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro and localtireandwheel.com. Hey, dude, you won't believe it. We sold our house and we made a fortune. No way. How'd you find out it was worth that much? We used this awesome website, arhomevalue.com. It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, arhomevalue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to arhomevalue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. arhomevalue.com. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Book. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. At Barton's, we see your commitment to making your project a success. From the pro up with the sun that doesn't quit until it goes down to the DIYer who faces each challenge head on, our season store partners support you every step of the way. Since 1885, Barton's has been the backbone of local communities for every type of project. From new construction to home remodel, our dedicated team is here to empower your project with local delivery options 
assistance, and a variety of complimentary project services, including expert kitchen planning. Visit your hometown team today and build it better with Barton's. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone. We've got a whole hour left in the work week. I'm excited. Kara Ritchie, Ryan James with you. 870-930-3776. The number, as always, to call on. The Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Here in a moment, we will dive into some A-State women's basketball talk. We're going to look around the Sun Belt, Fun Belt as well. But... I uh, want to throw back out the KavanaughCars.com question. I am not sure if you are aware of this or not. I, I was not aware of this before I got to work today. But January the 5th is National Bird Day. So why not have a little fun with it? I want to know today, who is your favorite bird in sports? And I've mentioned this a few times. This is completely open to your interpretation. And I feel like you all have gone above and beyond so far on social media. So let's look at some of your answers. At this point, uh, we've got Van. We mentioned this earlier. He said his favorite bird was a former Philadelphia Eagle and also A-State legend, Fred Barnett. Damien throws out Goose Gossage. Glenn the bird Fidrich is who he mentions. And Bobby says his favorite bird is Fred. Fred Bird, but then Larry Bird and Mark Fidrich. Those are his top three. I really like Mr. A's answer. He threw out Dickie Bird. Of course, Dick Clay, one of a kind. So uh, some great answers on social. You can weigh in there with us at Kara underscore Richie. Hashtag WDRZ, or of course on the phones with us. And again, 870-930-3776. Reminder to get used to dialing that that area code. That's our it's our educational PSA for the day. Uh, so a, a full full disclosure on this A-State women's basketball game last night. I didn't watch this because I was at First National Bank Arena watching the men's game. I had the stat cast pulled up. I actually had the the game pulled up on my phone as well, but... I'm just really awful at multitasking. I've learned over the years I can't watch two games at one time, especially when one is is directly in front of me. So this is going to be a little bit more of the statistical recap of what happened last night in the Red Wolves' 64-57 loss at James Madison. First off, you knew coming in, JMU was a really tough team. Mentioned this, that they led the Sun Belt going into that one in in net rankings uh, by quite a bit. Best team in the Sun Belt by that metric. Uh, they won the Sun Belt last year, so the reigning champ, uh, and, and so you knew you knew they were going to be a load to deal with at home. Uh, statistically, a very good rebounding team, and that's one of the things that 
that won them that game last night at at uh, Harrisonburg. I think yesterday on the show we kind of described them as as Troy Light, which Troy women's basketball, their MO is just to sprint down the court and launch up a shot and get the rebound. Doesn't matter if it's a good shot or a bad shot, they just want to launch up a shot and, and get the rebound. And that's not quite what James Madison does. They're they're a little bit better with their shot selection, but that's that's their main priority is just to be there and attack the glass and, and that's what they did. They out rebounded A State fifty five to thirty two last night. So obviously when you've got that huge of a discrepancy in in rebounds, it leads to a big discrepancy in second chance points. And that was enough to put James Madison over the edge and, and then some. There's also been a, the past couple of games, and not the past couple of games, this has been something that's happened for A-State all, all year, is we've seen the Red Wolves go on some pretty decent runs only to have the opposing team answer right back. And got really excited last night in the third quarter because A-State uh, wrapped up the half down by one. It was the 31-30 to game at the half. And then A-State comes out of the break and just has a really good stretch where next thing you know, they are up 10 points. It was 43-33 to about midway through the third quarter. And you're just thinking, man, this would be a huge win for A-State on the road there to be able to go and knock off the top team in, in the Sun Belt in their own facility. And then about that time, here comes JMU. They went on their own run. And the next thing you know, they're up five, and they actually finish uh, that third quarter up four and uh, go on a little bit of a run to to start the fourth quarter as well. A-State battled back there and, and got it down to, to within four in the fourth quarter with about two minutes left, but but couldn't cut, couldn't cut the deficit any further. So that's how that one unfolded last night. Uh, statistically, of course, Izzy Higginbottom, your leading scorer with 18 points. She led all scores, by the way. Anna Griffin had 14 points, 6 rebounds. Lauren Pendleton, 10 points, 5 rebounds. And uh, I tell you what, though, let's hear some comments here from A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Talking to Kate Carlton on the postgame right here on the ticket. And uh, here were her thoughts as she starts out with the opening statement and just shares her take on that 64-57 loss. This is just a part of our growth. This is a part of, you know, us learning how to how to win these type of games. They're a championship team. They're experienced. And, yep. it, and it, you sh- it showed tonight. You know, we got to the third quarter. We had the momentum. We let them get some, and then they ran away with it. And that's what championship teams do. So this was great for us to, to get this game early in conference play so it could sting a little bit and we can learn. But the bottom line is – when you give up 23 second-chance points, it's going to be really hard to win yep. a ball game. 23 old boards. Um, when we didn't allow them to get to the old boards, that's when we were winning. And yep. then we, we just, I don't know, man, we let them dominate a little bit too much. Uh, they got to the old boards, and they, and they took off with it. Um, and another thing, we only had eight assists. That's not who we want to be. We want to average 15-plus assists. So that just wasn't enough for us. You know, we had we had one more turnover than we did, had assists. Um, so they allowed us to be stagnant. You know, 57 points for us is uncharacteristic. Yeah. Um, but it gives us an opportunity to learn uh, how can we beat a team like this. We were in it with them, so we've proven that we could play with the best of them. And uh, so we got to, you know, let it sting tonight, but we got to move on quickly because we got a tough win on Saturday. Continuing on here with some comments from Coach Destiny Rogers, we talked about the the rebounding overall. It was a uh, it, it went pretty big in favor of 
of James Madison. Offensive rebounding also, you know, just as much in favor of, of James Madison. And Coach Rogers talks about, you know, how much that hurts a team when you have a lack of offensive rebounding. Absolutely. You know, when you allow a team like that to get second chance opportunities, they're a championship team, they're a championship program. You allow them second chances, they're going to burn you. And they did tonight. So hats off to them. Um, Them going to that one-two-two trapping kind of, it affected us a little bit. Uh, But, you know, we just, we missed too many wide open shots. You got to make those shots. If you're going to win these games, you got to make those shots. Um, So I hate that for our kids. But, hey, we got another one on Saturday. We got to have our chin up and we got to get ready to roll. Now, there was a positive in this win. Um, I, I thought A-State, you know, it, it looks like they took care of the basketball very well. Just nine turnovers in that game. They actually forced 15 turnovers, so you had a good good number there. Uh, but that was one of the positives that Coach Rogers can take out of this one last night. Yeah, that's really good for us. You know, we want to do that. You know, um, I just thought we didn't have enough assists um, to, to beat that. Yeah. Um, but – you know, the the biggest thing for me, it, our offense was, you know, we missed some shots, and that's what's going to happen sometimes. For me, it was on a defensive end, just allowing those old boys. I, I'll lose sleep tonight thinking about that, you know, because it's hard. When the shots aren't falling, you got to be able to rely on your defense. And we were guarding them the first, when they would get first get it. The first 30 seconds, we do a great job, and we forced them into the shot that we wanted them to, to shoot but we didn't get the rebound, and it allowed them to get second-chance points. So, you know, that's that's tough. It's not the way that you win these type of games, but we'll be better. Looking at individual performances in that one last night, uh, we mentioned some of the stat leaders there for the Red Wolves, but one player failed to name and should have was uh, Kendra Gillespie. She came off the bench in that game, played 15 minutes, but she had seven rebounds in that span. So she was the leading rebounder for the Red Wolves last night again in just 15 minutes played. She also scored six points and Coach Rogers talks about what she added uh, to the team last night. Yeah, she gave us that, that production that we needed. Um, you know, I, I challenged Shy at the half. I didn't feel like she rebounded enough. We needed more rebounds from her. We needed more rebounds from our big. You know, we got blew out in the rebound award, and that's just that's not who we want to be. But allowing 23 old boards when they only average 15 is just not good. It's not how you win these type of games. I will say on a positive note, you give up 23 old boards, you only lose by seven to a championship team. We're right there. We're yeah. right there. And uh, we just got to keep working. We got to keep building, keep growing. We're going to get another shot. Coming up next, a trip to Marshall. More on the Thundering Herd in just a moment. But Coach Rogers talks about uh, what's next of her team getting there, getting ready for the herd, and so on and so forth. Yeah, they're beat up. They're tired. So we'll get there and we'll watch the film on Marshall. Uh, we'll go to their gym, get some shots up. Um, but the big thing is they scored 30 points off people's turnovers a game. So that's a big one. They're going to press the whole game. We're probably wore out from this game. So we got to try to get our legs up on us um, and, and try to recover as best we can and try to go get us a win on Saturday. Again, that was Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers following her team's 64-57 setback last night at JMU. It's, this, is, this is a tough road trip that the Red Wolves are on. Uh, again, JMU by, by record, by net, by the fact that they're the reigning champion. They're, they're the best team in, in the Sun Belt right now. And not too far behind them is Marshall. JMU ranked 100 in the net. Uh, Marshall ranked 123. This this is, in my opinion, the toughest road trip in the Sun Belt that anybody else is going to be taking this weekend. So Marshall, so far, they are coming into this one with an 8-5 and five record overall. But they're 2-0 and oh in Sun Belt Conference play. And they had a win over Southern Miss. 
They had a win Thursday against South Alabama. They beat the brakes off South Alabama. That was a 26-point win. So that's going to be a lot uh, that A-State has to deal with coming up. And uh, so that is is the challenge there in dealing with Marshall. Of course, they are led by a very familiar name and face for Shayla Scott out of Earl. So that's that's the challenge. And I feel like she's played well in some of these matchups before uh, when squaring off against Arkansas State. So she's the one that the Red Wolves are going to have to try and, and shut down. So it's going to be a couple of uh, top NEA products, Izzy versus Rochella in that one coming up tomorrow. That one's going to tip off at noon. And, of course, we'll have it here for you on the ticket. That means your pregame coverage with Cade Carlton is going to start at 1130. I do want to, we'll see if we can work some more Sunbelt, Funbelt uh, hoops into the conversation because for some interesting stuff that happened on the men's side of things last night, we'll, we'll see if we can uh, throw that into the conversation when we come back. Phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. The A-State women are at Marshall Saturday at noon on the Ticket Radio Network, while the men host Old Dominion at 2 on 107.9 K-5. Red Bulls basketball is brought to you in part by Hytrol, Vision Care Center, Hilltop Family Dentistry, George Kell Motors, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, Jonesboro Lock and Key, WT Equipment, Crown Limousine, Arkansas Superstore, First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Collision Repair, Discount Metal Roofing, Glen Sane Motors, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Right 5. Denso Manufacturing and First Security Bank. At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hello? Hey, Kim, it's Mike. Have you heard the latest cybersecurity advisory the White House posted? Yes, I've had several calls about it. I think now more than ever, businesses should be taking a A successful malicious attack can cost businesses a lot of money, plus their reputation, which can't be bought back. Ensure your network is protected with a risk-based, proactive cybersecurity and data management strategy. For a consultation, call Calmer Solutions today at 870-454-HELP or visit calmersolutions.com. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing expert. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started today. For many Americans, owning your own business is a dream come true. And many business owners rely on help from others to reach their potential. That's where SCORE comes in. With more than 12,000 volunteers ready and willing to help businesses succeed. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business already in business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses get off the ground, achieve their goals, and realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Come join us and help tomorrow's business success stories unfold today. 
Your advice and expertise can make all the difference in the world. I believe one person can make a difference. Small business owners need you. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, the last thing parents should have to worry about is how to pay for it. This is a St. Jude moment. Imani wouldn't be here if it wasn't for St. Jude, and I can't imagine a better place to be. You know, it's a cliche thing to say, but I feel like my faith in humanity has been restored. The second we arrived here, we had food, housing, transportation, treatment, you name it, it was taken care of by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. There was not a single other care in the world except for Imani, because St. Jude made that happen. The best way I can really describe it is, this is heaven on earth. To the people who donate to St. Jude, you know, I just want them to know that I don't think anyone in this world or anything in this world has given me a greater gift. We came as two desperate parents, uh, and they saved our daughter's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, 9303776 or 8709303776. I should make sure I am saying that's the number to call in the Riot Fiber Hotline. We're asking you today for National Bird Day. Who's your favorite bird in sports? Fan in LA throws out the Cardinal. Cardinals are not surprised to see that answer. I like Kat's answer. She throws out softball player Jenny Finch, and uh, she's an all timer for sure. 2004 gold medalist, leader of that U.S. women's national softball team that was so, 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 so good. So, again, be creative. Be creative. We've seen a lot of uh, Federer chancers today. <laughs> and uh, you can you can answer it however you'd like. It is open to interpretation. Back to the Sun Belt for a moment. Kind of an interesting night uh, on the hardwood around the league. And just looking at scores, there was one matchup that was probably more intriguing than than the others, at least on on paper. Um, now, I will tell you, App State top South Alabama in, in overtime. That was when was in Mobile. Coastal Carolina went on the road, beat Texas State. Southern Miss went at home over Georgia State. Troy went at home over o- ODU. But JMU, of course, is is undefeated. They're one of what? Is it just down to three? Teams now nationally that are undefeated. I know it is it is a, a short list. So they were 13-0 rolling into the Cajun Dome's Cajun Dome last night in the in the Cajun seven and six. Well the thing with the Cajuns is they have like a nineteen game home winning streak that spanned a few seasons. They don't lose hardly ever in the Cajun Dome. So that was one that a lot of people had circled, you know, potentially a situation there where somebody could knock off JMU. And it certainly looked like that was going to happen early. Uh, at the very beginning of that game, the Cajuns were up 12-4. to And, you know, reading through comments from people who were at that game, you know, a lot of comments about how early the Cajuns were the more, more physical team. Uh, they had a lot of fast breaks early, had a lot of points in the paint. Bullying JMU defensively is a, a tweet I see here from Rocco Miller, who covers a lot of college hoops. So... 
looked like it might go the Cajuns way. Well, uh, after that, you know, JMU started to pick up some steam. They especially excelled last night on the glass where they out-rebounded the Cajuns 46-31. to But then, of course, it couldn't just end when it ended, even though JMU did win that game 68-61. There was almost a fight. Kind of interesting to go back and watch the clips from that. It was, I mean, it was a fight like baseball has fights where basically everybody just crowds together and yells at one another. You know what I mean? Um, apparently it was a chippy game all night, but what I don't understand is from the videos that I've seen, it looks like there is a JMU player, I'm assuming it's a player, better not be a staffer, that's in street clothes and starts jawing at the Cajuns. And then of course the Cajuns are coached by Bob Marlin, you know he's not going to back away (laughs) when his dudes are getting jawed at, so... So he comes over to find out what's going on, and then you got a little bit more yelling. It, it does not look like any punches were thrown. In fact, I, it does not even look like there were really there was really any shoving. There were you know some get back guys and things like that. More shoving of of uh, of players' own teammates to make sure they didn't get involved in anything. But it was just kind of interesting. So uh, our national nightmare is not over. The Dukes are still undefeated. <laughs> and it's interesting to think about how long they will be. Now, right now, they are, in terms of you know AP ranking, in terms of net ranking, Ken Palm, whatever metric you want to look at, the Dukes are the best team in the belt. The second best team in the belt right now on paper is Appalachian State, and JMU will have to face them a couple of times in this month of January, but... I do want to tell you, James Madison is rolling into Jonesboro on Wednesday, February the 7th. And that really needs to be a good night at First National Bank Arena. Now, I hope there's plenty of good nights between now and then. Because the Red Wolves are going to be playing at home tomorrow, and then the Thursday after that, and the Saturday after that. And then again on Wednesday the 31st. So you've got four more times at this A-State men's team is going to be at home in the month of January, but if for some reason your January is insane, or if if you get sick, I really hope that's not the case, but I know that's going around, but if for some reason you can't make it out in this month of January, go ahead and make sure you've got that game on the 7th circled. I am looking forward to that one. I will keep some other comments about the JMU faithful to myself. Uh, switching to football here for just a moment, it's been an interesting conversation this morning on social media. If you were unaware, the Sun Belt in, in football is the last conference that is holding on to divisions. There is still going to be a Sun Belt East and a Sun Belt West. In 2024, we saw the cross-divisional opponents announced yesterday, had a discussion about the A-State football, football schedule, but... With the Sun Belt being the last conference to, to hold on to divisions, it, it has kind of generated the conversation today as to whether or not the league should still continue to have those divisions or if they should or if they should scrap them. Now I am firmly team divisions. We've seen over and over the Sun Belt lean into its geography and lean into those regional rivalries 
and I think that that makes it fun. Um, you know, you look at, at A-State, and of course I, I consider in conference play the Cajuns the main rival, but I would like to continue to see A-State play ULM every year. Uh, I, If they're going to go the way they did in 2023, I want to see A-State play Texas State every year. I've enjoyed the games with South Alabama. I've enjoyed the games with Troy. I, I want to continue for those to be a thing every year. And I know if you got rid of divisional play, you could you could keep a couple of you know permanent teams on your schedule or whatever. But I do like the divisions. I like the fact that more often than not, you're going to get a championship game against two teams that have not played each other in the regular season. And of course, the knock on that is is if you scrap divisions, you would have a system in place where where your top two teams are always going to meet in the conference championship. But right now, that hasn't really been an issue. For the league and getting its best teams to that game. So I'm in the mindset of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And continue to lean into the geography. Continue to lean into the regionality of the conference. Because <laughs> geography and, and having a, a nice geographically structured conference is kind of going by the wayside. And it is now the exception as opposed to the norm. And I think the Sun Belt should should continue to embrace that. Uh, we'll probably come to a slower time here in a couple weeks. And if that question is still being talked about on, on social media, we might throw it out there as a poll question or a KavanaughCards.com question and let everybody else share their thoughts. But um, today today we're going to continue to celebrate National Bird Day. So <laughs> we'll, we'll hold, on, uh, hold off on that conversation until a later date. Again, it is National Bird Day, so... Uh, the KavanaughCars.com question, who is your favorite bird in sports? That is open to your interpretation. We will let you think about it. And uh, we'll step aside be back here in just a moment for more of the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Visiting with A-State Athletic Director Jeff Purinton about the men's basketball win at Louisville and all the fans that made the trip. It was fun. I mean, the arena's awesome just to get that win and signature win and then to have a bunch of our donors and supporters there. They were loud. I mean, they were they, very they loud. held their own. I know the Louisville crowd was a little bit less than it normally would be, but our crew was ready to roll, that's for sure. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Our family has been in the car business for almost 70 years. In that time, a lot of things have changed. One thing that has stayed the same is our commitment to customer service. At Glen Sains, our inventory is growing every day. Between all of our four stores, we'll have 400 units in stock at any given time. Whether you're looking to buy GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, We look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. 
zero. At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed, or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your Right Fiber gig. One, two, and five gig. All priced just right. Only at Right Fiber. The Exquisite Corpse. A very unusual and completely amazing story pieced together out of so many parts that it is not possible to describe them all here, so go ahead and just start reading. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock in one freezing cold rushing black mountain river. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns, especially the elephant clown party, that led up to now. But there isn't enough time, because there is a ticking clock, and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. In a sleeping berth in the third car from the end of the train are two children, 11-year-old twins who have just run away from the circus. The girl's name is Nancy, the boy's name is Joe. They have no idea that those are not their true names, though they will figure it out soon enough. To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Sheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. This exciting message is brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. We asked seniors how to prevent Medicare scams. My best advice, if you get a phone call, do not talk to the person. These people are well-trained. Don't talk to them. They don't know me. They're just trying to scam me. Don't be fooled. Hang up. Just hang up. Never give out your Medicare number. They're going to get your number to put in a false claim. If I get a call from someone, I don't pick up the phone. And should I pick up the phone and they ask for information, then I hang up. How do you detect Medicare fraud? Just like I check my credit card statements, I check my Medicare statements monthly. Scammers can get a hold of your number, order medical devices through your account, and you're not even going to know about it if you don't look at your statement. Check your statement every month. If you get your statement and you see something that you know you did not have done, you report it. Call your senior Medicare patrol. To report Medicare fraud, call the senior Medicare patrol at 866-726-2916. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still hanging out. 870-930-3776. The number to call on the Ride Fiber Hotline. By Raider Communications. KavanaughCars.com. Question today. Who is your favorite bird? in sports it is national bird day like there's a there's a theme here we're not just going we're not just getting weird with it not any weirder than normal anyways uh again uh right fiber hotline is open let's shout it at d money d money is it snowing where you're at not at the current is it snowing in jonesburg i don't believe so we just had to of course we're inside ryan did just peek out the window and he said nothing right now i'm a little disappointed on the radar it shows that that we could be in a little bit of of a of a tiny little snow snippet area but i but i ain't seeing anything well where i'm headed there's plenty snow so i'm uh, i'm headed down to the great great place of sylvan hills high school okay Ooh. yeah wrestling tournament nice Ooh. oh yeah Two-dayer, too. That's always a, a fun one. So, lots of fun. Lots, lots of good times. So, if you're in the Sylvan Hills area, come on down. 
Um, as far as the question of the day, I'm going to go with the Hulk, Andre Dawson. Okay. Okay. Good answer. I haven't had that answer yet today. Yeah, that's, that's taking it way back. I mean, that's a I, – I remember him, WGN, the 120 games, him and Sutcliffe and all that bunch, Sam Birch, Shawan Dunstan, Leon Durham, Ron Say. Yeah, they had, they had quite a ball club. Yeah. The Hawk is that one of those a, guys that that like I remember, but I but I I Google just in case to make sure I'm remembering correctly. The, the game I always remember him for is I remember it got so hot in St. Louis that they showed him in the dugout wrapping his feet in tin foil to help try to kick back a little bit of the heat from the turf at uh, at Bush. Oh gosh, I can't yeah. I can't. Ugh. I only went, only had to go through a couple of those miserable games as as a child in that facility. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, it was, had to be horrible. I just remember seeing they they showed you could see the heat coming off the turf. Yeah, and I don't know how much experience you have with turf, like old style turf. A, it wasn't soft, and B, it was hot. Yeah. I mean, real, real. Real hot. I mean, they would show field temperatures, and it'd be like 127 degrees or something absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And my other fond memory of Dawson is when uh, God, I can't remember the dude's name, but he went from the Padres, and he ran one up and in on Dawson and hit him. And Rick, Rick Cycler come out the dugout as fast as I've ever seen because that dude was a human rain delay on the mound, and he just took this dude's head off. I mean, beautiful open field tackle. He just smoked this dude, put him in concussion protocol and everything. Looks like uh, maybe that was Eric Show. Yes, Eric Show. Yes. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm cheating. I have this information pulled up. I, I did not know that off the top of my head. Let me be very, very transparent. Actually, I think it was pronounced Shaw. Okay. But yeah, I remember that. He ran, it was a day. It was a day game. Uh, Dawson was. Uh, I think he had already hit a couple home runs, and the dude ran up. Ugly. I mean, it was on. And you were talking about earlier about you know basketball fights. This was an all-out brawl. I mean, there were some punches being thrown. I remember Leon Durham absolutely smoked. I cannot remember the, one of the guys from the Padres. I mean, just hit him with a right cross. I don't know if he broke his jaw, but he, he tagged him good. Yeah, there are more. So. There are there are numerous like six minute long videos about this on on YouTube, and usually you don't get you don't get videos like that for just a uh, slight kerfuffle. Oh no, it was. I mean, it was all. I, I mean, it was it was a war. I, and then uh, I remember they finished the game. Both teams were down to like I think like ten, eleven players. I mean, they basically threw everybody out. And just left enough so they could finish the game. Because I think it happened like in the seventh or eighth inning. So, but, but yeah, that was pre-Mark Grace days. It was actually, I think it was the one transition year when they went from Leon Durham to Mark Grace and where uh, Dawson was with them. So, yeah, that was that was a good team. That's Ryan Sandberg. They had some had a lot of a lot of good guys on that. And Harry Carey was, needless to say, three sheets to the wind when all this broke out. His commentary, let me just say, was legendary. Always a good time. Oh, it was. I mean, it was great. I mean, I still remember the day. I don't know if you're you're not old enough to remember when they would show him, and it was the inspiration for Bob Uecker's character in uh, the, uh, the, the movie with the Cleveland Indians. 
big uh, major league. Yeah. But you would you would see the Budweiser Cup with the fifth of Jack Daniels hmm. sitting right next to each other. Yeah. And oh Harry doing the, the seventh inning stretch with Steve Stone having a catching so I didn't fall out the window. It's a different time. Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there were some things that were said on that on those broadcasts, let me say, were just less than PG. So <laughs> those were the good old days. Well, good answer with so, the Hawk today, D Money. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Uh What's going on with the uh, A-State bunch with baseball? Anything new insofar as scheduling, or is everything pretty much set in stone? You know, they have not announced the full schedule yet. You can find different snippets of it because different teams have. But uh, they did announce today the the headliner for the Grand Slam Banquet. And I'm excited that Jim Edmonds is going to be in Jonesboro on Monday, February the 12th, to be the uh, the speaker and the headliner of that event. Wow, that's big. That's a, that's a big get. He's... That's one heck of a ball player there. That dude could, could absolutely ball out. I mean, when your name when your name is Jimmy Baseball, I mean, you gotta you gotta be yeah. pretty good at what you do. Absolutely, that dude. He was. I mean, it was. What was the old saying? You know, seventy uh, percent of the world's covered by water, and the rest is covered by Jim Edmonds. Very accurate. Yes, that's actually a, that is a fact. That's that's a one hundred percent factual statement. Well, all right, y'all have a great day and. Just remember, any any pro or college team that has orange in them, they're evil. Just remember that. D- it, it will serve you well in life. D-Money, safe travels this weekend. Have a great day. Hey, you too. He leaves the phone lines open at 870-9303-776. Who's the best bird, your favorite bird in sports? Just looking around at some different you know odds and ends in terms of, of football, college football. And obviously uh, gearing up towards a national championship game coming up next week. And, and most of our conversation uh, to get started on Monday is is obviously going to be about that, as I'm certainly looking forward to the Wolverines and the Huskies squaring off in the CFP National Championship. We've got uh, the final week of the NFL regular season coming up this weekend. Of course, uh, if your team is good, it's probably a weekend where you can you can skip it because half of the NFL starters, it seems like, are not going to be playing this week. And uh, if your team is kind of there on the cusp, well, there's about a million billion different ways that things could work out for uh, for for playoff seedings. Uh, you got wild, crazy things that could unfold in the AFC East and South and NFC East and South and. Uh, all kinds of drama going into week 18 that should make everything pretty fun. But uh, we do have open phone lines. Let's go back to the Right Fiber Hotline. Let's shout at David. How are you? Hey, Kara. I'm doing good. Listen, I went to the game last night, and uh, it's a fun team to watch. Uh, 100% on board with you there. I had a blast. I, I don't remember. I've been going to the games out there since we were in the field house. Don Scaife and Dan Henderson and that bunch and i don't know that we've ever had that many athletes on the on the court at one time yeah you look and one you know so for last night for example you had you had five players in double figures the first half it looked like deandre dominguez was going to have the best game in program history and then in the second half here comes taron todd and then oh by the way avery feltz is red hot right now and and Isaiah Nelson is an athletic freak in nature, and you've got Darian Ford, and and I mean, it's just 
it's it just feels like a good team right now where you don't have a weak link when you've got your subs out there. And and they're not selfish. There's not one single one of them that's selfish. Agreed. Uh, it's just I just I just don't remember a yeah, I'm trying to think of the, the my favorite teams that have been out there and I don't remember a team that I thought was this fun to watch. Yeah, they can just you know, one, you know, when they're hot they can they can hit it from you know, Avery Feltz can hit it from Bono. Um and then and then two, you know, you look at one of the numbers from last night, those twenty two assists, they're so good with the extra pass. And it leads to so many of those open shots. Just last night, I think the thing about it, it just looks so smooth, David. It's not like anybody was out there overexerting themselves on offense. It just looked smooth and seamless and just like a just a great collective effort. Yeah, there was never a time where they they looked like they were stopping and trying to figure out what they were going to do. It was just, you know, they just went down and did it. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I think, that, I, think I heard on the radio last night they had 15 threes. Yes, correct. Uh, A-State last night was 15 for 29, so they shot over 50% from three. That's that's crazy. And I, and I know they're only they're only shooting like that for the most part at home, but I'll take it. Yeah, they're shooting. I looked, I did the math last night. I think A-State overall is shooting 45% from three at home. I mean, you got you got three more to go right now at home, uh, this, this home stand. Well, and Isaiah Nelson's fun to watch. I, I like all their attitudes. I mean, they 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 look like they're having fun playing the game. And Isaiah and Ledoux is that his name? Uh huh. They alter the other team's shots when they try to go inside. Yeah, they've got that inside presence. Uh, that's uh, that's really do. good in terms of not just altering shots when they go up, but being aggressive on the glass as well. On uh, you know avoiding avoiding giving opposing teams those easy put-back opportunities. Was there any word on injuries when Spiller will make it back? No. Uh, you know, I, Coach Hodson did a Zoom Wednesday, I want to say. And so, of course, the, the players that we're talking about are, are Freddie Hicks and, and Terrence Ford. Freddie Hicks just sounds really day-to-day. Um, and if you didn't hear what happened there, he had like he had it's kind of like a freak thing. He he fell on some steps at Belmont, not like fell down them, but was diving for a play and like caught the steps right. in the small of his back. So I mean, just hearing that description makes me kind of twinge in pain. So he's day to day. Who knows? We might see him tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon. Um, Terrence Ford is week to week. He's just building back up that foot. The foot has recovered from surgery fine he's been medically cleared he's just got to strengthen back up that foot to be able to play and then strengthen back up the trust in that foot to be able to play well i really like what coach is doing and i I think the tough schedule is going to pay off Uh, we could easily have beaten georgia state the other day yeah and i think if freddie hicks is able to play more than four minutes at belmont i think a state would have won that game too yes yeah. But I just once I you know watch a lot of basketball out there, and I'm not real sure I've seen a complete team like this team. I know their record doesn't show it, but uh, there's just not one of them that looks like they're not having a great time, and and they're they're just totally unselfish. It makes it easy to have a great time as a fan when you get to watch that product. Really does. It was fun. Let's have another fun one tomorrow. Let's do it, David. Thank you for the phone call. All right, we'll see you. We'll see you. 
Hey, we will, uh, let's step aside and take a break. We need to squeeze in one more. You can still give us a ring on the Right Fiber Hotline at 870-930-3776. And we'll be right back to wrap it up right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. There are New Year deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel. Where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket. Yes, you get four brand new tires today for only $24 out of pocket. With nine months same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay most of us don't budget for tires but when we need them we need them and that's why local tire and wheel is here all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program and we offer fifty dollars in referral cash back there are new year deals on tires and wheels this month at local tire and wheel where it's 24 for 24 you can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only 24 dollars out of pocket at local tire Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, and localtireandwheel.com. Crack screen on your phone or tablet? Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery. All done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. So I'm apartment hunting and having this debate with a landlord. Like I said, no pets. Just can't rent you the unit. Yeah, he's a dog, but sir, he's not a pet. He's four-legged, he's hairy, he's on a leash, that's a pet. No, Henry is an assistance animal. Look, I'm legally blind. Couldn't you make a reasonable accommodation for my guide dog? Young lady, you can call your canine friend anything you want. Those are the rules. Rules? Rules that allow for housing discrimination? So I made a call to HUD to confirm that, indeed, landlords must make reasonable accommodations for assistance animals. And now we're so happy in our new apartment. 
If you think you've been discriminated against because of your disability, race, color, religion, national origin, sex, or familial status, call the HUD hotline, 1-800-669-9777, or go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. File a complaint. Make something happen. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch. On today's Workday Red Zone and last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Who is your favorite bird in sports? Question brought to you by our great friends at KavanaughCars.com. Maybe you are in desperate need for a new ride, but uh, like me, you're kind of allergic to the cold because you're a lifelong Southerner and this is just not not where you like to be right now. Uh, Anything below 40. And again, I'm, I'm wearing the puppy jacket. I've already said that. But uh, if you do need to look for a vehicle right now and you do not want to get out and about, they make it really easy for you at KavanaughCars.com. They've got the full inventory for you there online. Of course, you can search through their new vehicles. You can search through a vehicle that would be new to you. And then once you pick out that perfect ride, they've also got all of the tools online to help you drive away in it. Uh, You can look through their specials. You can check in on financing, get pre-approved, find out what your trade-in is worth. Again, one-stop shopping. For you at KavanaughCars.com. Who's your favorite bird in sports? Uh, apologies today as we did not get any mentions of Robin Yount or Ken Hawk Harrelson or Aaron Crow. Got a whole lot of answers about Mark the Bird Fidrich. And, of course, look, I'm biased. I'm, I'm going to go with, you know, the Cardinals. That's my team. Big fan there. Although, I, I will throw out an honorable mention for that uh, very interesting, you know, chicken mascot that A-State had back in the day. Not sure how long ago that was. But it's actually kind of a... Uh, scary costume to be honest with you <laughs> but we'll we'll throw that out as an honorable mention answer if you want to get the last word in today's show the number to call on the right fiber hotline is 870-930-3776 looking ahead to next week i know you're going to be absolutely stunned that we're going to come back on monday and talk a whole lot about the cfp national championship with washington and michigan squaring off at energy stadium there in houston i am excited selfishly that's a six thirty kickoff but I think that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Michigan is a four and a half point favorite in that one. A lot of questions surrounding that game. Uh, but I think we got, at the end of the day, the two best teams that are going to be playing. Question as to whether or not it is going to be Harbaugh's last game there with the Wolverines. That is kind of the one question lingering over this one. But for the most part, it does not seem like there has been too much additional noise around this game i'm excited to see you know blake Corum versus Penix in that game and just who comes out on top especially after the way that michael Penix jr performed in that cfp semi both teams playing well as you would expect when they 
come into a game with the record that they have. So looking forward to that on Monday, of course. Also on Monday, we'll come back and, and we'll recap what happens for A-State basketball this weekend. The men in action tomorrow at First National Bank Arena hosting Old Dominion. Uh, that one begins at 2 on K-Fine. The women in action a little bit earlier than that. They're on the road at Marshall, and that one will tip off at noon here on the ticket. So we'll talk about that. We'll get caught up on everything else. We'll know what the NFL playoffs look like when we come back next week. And, of course, we'll also spend a lot of time next week reminding you about the Cardinals Caravan, which returns to Northeast Arkansas Saturday, January the 13th at noon at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. You can find out all of the details about that one at 953theticket.com. Uh, <laughs> looking around at, at other news and notes that that we have uh, missed or not mentioned from the past 24 hours, a couple of, of different basketball nuggets to, to mention. I love, like, more than anything else, my favorite thing about any sports is when, like, teams get petty. Now, I don't mean mean-spirited or anything like that, but just when, when it gets a little petty. I have no idea what the deal is between South Alabama and App State. Is Is that, do they have, like, a... Is there is there some kind of deep rivalry there or something or or what? Because last night when those two teams played in Mobile, of course it was an ESPN Plus televised game because all Sunbelt Conference games are ESPN Plus televised. The graphic that they put on the screen there at Mobile, well, it listed South Alabama, who scored 84 points in that game. But instead of saying Appalachian State, on the graphic, they've got the A, the, they've got the A graphic, but it just says away team. <laughs> away team at 91, South Alabama 84. I love it. I don't, I don't care why. Well, I'm a little bit intrigued why they did that, but I'm just fascinated by it. Of course, as you can imagine, the away team got a little bit in their feelings about the graphic, which, hey, if I, my team was the away team, I'd probably get a little bit in my feelings about the graphic as well, but I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. One other awesome thing that happened last night. During LSU's game, LSU women's basketball, uh, their game against Mizzou last night, they had a dress-like Kim Mulkey night. I love Kim Mulkey. But her, her game day fits are... They're adventurous. Look, I'm not that brave. I'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of girl. My my day-to-day outfits are, are kind of boring. But they <laughs> they had a dress like Kim Mulkey night. And some of the pictures and videos that you can find on social media are, are pretty hilarious. There are a lot of bright colors. There's some sequins. There's some feathers. There's just uh, some absolutely fascinating fits. And I love it. I think it's perfect. And that's perfect timing because we're done with today's Workday Red Zone. And, hey, we're out of here for the week as well. Appreciate all the calls and comments, texts, responses to our KavanaughCars.com question today. You all had fun with it, and we really appreciate that. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next. That's going to be followed by the drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here this weekend for A-State Women's Basketball on Monday, 7 a.m. The front row with Budrow and Randy comes your way. RWRC Radio returns with JC Monday at 10, and then we'll be back 
Monday at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend. Sweet baby, I need fresh.